Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have the nickname? <laughs> of course I do. Of course I do. Do you do you think I don't? You know, I didn't, but now I'm starting to wonder. <laughs> chat about a real stretchy lad who wears a straw hat in each episode we're gonna recap it's sailing all blue with xander and matt sailing all blue with xander and matt welcome to sailing all blue the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of one piece my name is xander and here with me is tony tony matt how are you doing, Matt? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Doing wonderful. Doing doing excellent. You're all you're feeling great. Nothing wrong with you. Nothing that needs fixing. Uh outside of the fact that uh beef could uh, not kill me would be wonderful. Well say that doing great. I just wish I could have a burger. Yeah, you need to stop eating those those burgers, man. No, nah, never. Uh, <laughs> I'll suffer. <laughs> It's like someone who's like who's lactose intolerant is like, fuck it, I'll eat some cheese. Let's go. Get that mac in there. Yeah, I feel like everyone I know who's lactose intolerant eats like that. Yeah, it's it's good to just suffer every once in a while. <laughs> just look at all the backstories of One Piece. <laughs> have you ever had so have you ever had a deer burger? No. I have had an ostrich burger, but isn't that just a fancy chicken sandwich? I think so. That's just a fancy chicken sandwich. But I've had like deer. I've had like deer burgers before. You just have deer sausage all the time. I don't think I've ever had deer, at least not to my knowledge. Uh, you are, you are missing out. I completely understand a certain scene that might be happening in today's reading. Oh um, no! Oh no! <laughs> Oh god, no. I just walked into that. You did. I'm so sorry everyone. Everyone who got it before me, I didn't know, I swear. <laughs> I didn't know. Matt, what is our what is our assignment? Our assignment is chapters 130 to 141. It's again a little bit on the longer side of some of our episodes. And I was I was wondering if if there was really a reason uh, to why it needed to be this long, but I think ultimately I'd have enjoyed this arc less if we cut off at some of the earlier points where it would have made sense to, because we got to, I think, some really great parts later on. And I think if we'd stopped before then, I probably wouldn't have been as into this arc. Yeah, it, it, like I specifically picked, you know, the the tennis chapters because of where it stopped. Um, I didn't really consider the the density of this arc because it's a little dense, but it's very good. It's very good. Yeah. Who doesn't enjoy waffles? I love waffles. Uh, so listeners, waffle. It's not waffle. It's not. Do you like waffles? No. Uh, now it's not I that. want some waffles. Dude, French toast. French toast is the best. We're gonna have to waffles after we eat the after we after we record this. Anyway. Uh, so, listeners, if this episode seems a little bit long, especially with us uh, just being goofuses at the start, there, there's payoff. It's worth it. That might be it's the first it. time I've actually said that about One Piece. <laughs> yeah, we got him, boys. We <laughs> no. got him. We we brought him into the world of One Piece. He will never leave. You will only you'll only be as cool as Django on his cool um, getaway boat or his uh, getaway dance. 
as yeah. um, chapter 131's title page shows. Yeah, I was wondering if, if one of the reasons you decided to go this long was so that we got the entirety of the front <laughs> of chapter Django arc, which I'll be not referencing ever again. <laughs> he he escapes. That's it. The escape of Django. <laughs> and his real face revealed was not impressive. I don't know. It wasn't very impressive anyway. Uh, so that happens. Uh, he goes to some like ski resort island and... And just chills. He takes he, he yeah, gets just real chills. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, no one can recognize him without his glasses. Well, let's let's get started because we do have. Oh yeah. We do have a lot to get through, so let's get started. Yeah. So where we? So for those of you who don't understand what's going on in the show, uh, to set a little bit of an idea of what I did know going into this chapter, uh, going into this arc, because I think that'll help. Yeah, this whole arc was. I knew that there was Tony. 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 Tony that I he, love Tony Dejaffrey. It's Best character. He is a precious cinnamon bun, and if anything <laughs> happens to him, I will leave no survivors. Uh, that he's the ship doctor, that he becomes the ship doctor for the Straw Hats, that he can like do that weird transform thing. I like how you're spoiling it for everyone who's following along that is like reading along who's never touched One Piece. Well, they get to have <laughs> the same spoilers that I had. Uh, so we're in the same spot. True. Um, I didn't know. I I didn't know if he had like what I knew it was a zoan fruit, and that there's like the three types of fruits, and zoan fruits are like animal fruits or whatever. Yes. And that he'd had some kind of fruit, so it's like he's like a person who ate a bear fruit or or something. They remember this is what I what I thought from just like osmosis. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's kind of what I what I'd gotten. And I had like nothing about his personality or anything. Just pretty much just like Tony, Tony Chopper. Chopper. <laughs> uh, that's I had friends who were very fond of repeating that. So that's <laughs> it's, so, it's so good. Can't tell me it's not fun. But I don't get that from the manga. So I don't you don't get don't, that from the anime. <laughs> Then where does that come from? Who knows? It might be the anime. I honestly don't. I honestly don't recall. Even like through like rewatches, I'm like, when does the Tony Tony shot? Like where does that? Go? Like when does that hit? Well, dang. I was hoping you'd have the answer to that. Just like the One Piece, it's a mystery. Dang. Maybe maybe Oda will have it in an um in an SAV. Maybe. So yeah, so we're gonna go. We're without any further ado, because this episode's already gonna be long as as so long. Get 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 ready. Curl up by the fire. Get some hot cocoa. Uh, we're going to Blizzard Town, Chapter One Thirty, where we last left off. Nami, we're uh, sailing away from Little Garden, and Nami is sick. So we see, uh, we finally see the inside of the cabin in the Merry Go, and there's like a ton of furniture. Like, there's a completely full bookshelf. There's, like, goddamn treasure chest. There's, like, a glass top table. Like, there's there's a lot of furniture in this. Like, this thing is kitted yeah, out. Yeah, it's real nice. Yeah. So Luffy's suggestion is to eat some meat. Uh, this this is a good idea. Uh, so Sanji will cook her something to eat. But uh, food does not automatically make you healthy. And based on the, po- the log pose, Alabasta is, like, a week away. Uh, Nami uh, is able to mention that Alabasta probably won't be any good anyway. She has a newspaper from three days ago, so that's like, what, like, was that like Whiskey Peak? 
or Rogue Town. Like that's that's what I'm trying to figure. I I can't tell if that meant she got it in Whiskey Peak or if she got it in Rogue Town. Um, she I th- I think she got it in Little Garden. So we'll we'll find out later that the, it it had she the the newspaper had to be from the day before Little Garden because they were in Little Garden for like a day and the newspapers from th- uh, from a day before that from like the timeline wise. But we'll we'll get that. But it's like it I had mean, the to escape be... of Logue Town in Little Garden one whole day. Well, no, they spend the night at Whiskey Peak. Oh yeah, yeah. So it it probably had to be Whiskey Peak. Yeah, it it was probably a Whiskey Peak then. Yeah. So anyway, that's not important. It's just crazy that a newspaper got to Whiskey Peak, and I'll just wait uh, till Vivi... you see who who's in charge of the newspaper. Oh, uh, that yeah, cause I'll I'll have to figure that out. But yeah, it's um, it's it's kind of weird though because the the newspaper's big headline is that Alabasta half the royal army defected to rebel army so uh vivi is like oh no if i don't get to alabasta soon a million people will die uh but without nami their navigation's way off you've got zolo in charge of navigating zolo's not good at navigating he's pointing the ship at a cloud rather than using the log pose clouds move (laughs) zolo's bad at navigating uh zoro's great you're you're the one always pointing out. Pay attention to how often Zolo gets lost. Yeah, this is this appears to be all the time. That's often. Uh, I have a theory about it, but we'll go to that like on another day because like we need more context. We need more. We need, need more. more. We, need, we need the rest of the of of Zolo's backstory. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. I think we hey, got call it all. back. Uh, Vivi makes the sacrifice of recommending they find an island with a doctor as soon as possible. After all, that way they'll get to Alabaster faster with a healthy Nami. So, uh, with Nami's feverish warnings, they're able to barely avoid a cyclone, and they end up in a blizzard by sailing in a random direction. But, like, in the blizzard, there's a dude just, like, standing out on the water in a weird jester mask. It's like, is he standing on ice? Like, what's his deal? Turns out, he's standing on top of a submarine, the submersible ship of Captain Wapple of, of Tin and his Tin Tyrant Pirates. I don't believe the of Tin or the Tin Tyrant thing gets brought up ever again. Uh, at least, in, at least in the in the assignment. Yeah, I don't think we ever really see him again. Yeah, we're, probably, we're probably never going to see this Yahoo again. Uh, so the whole time they're doing the introduction, he's doing that introduction. They're looking at the ship. Wapple is progressively eating ever more improbable things and he asks uh, captain waffle asks the crew hey uh, i'm trying to get to the drum kingdom y'all have a log pose or an eternal pose for it and the crew says no and in his anger he starts eat uh absentmindedly snacking on the merry go zolo luffy and sanji take that a bit personally so uh sanji starts kicking and zoli uh zolo starts slashing and uh, Wapple's uh, henchman in the jester mask reveals that Captain Wapple has the munch munch fruit, so you shall be devoured. He's got a he's he has a mouth with more metal, like he's got like basically like a tin mouth, and it's got more it's more metal than Captain Morgan's was in Romance Dawn, like just an entire. Uh, yeah, he's like he's like Jaw from uh, James Bond, except like way exaggerated. Yeah, it's like the and the whole thing like shifts and moves around, like it can become like super big and everything. But uh so he tries to bite Luffy's arm, but Luffy being made of rubber is too chewy to bite through. With him hanging off the end of his arm, Luffy catapults Wapple 
And so his pi- his pirates, they're bummed that their captain got, you know, hurled into space. Uh, so they they go off to ca- to rescue him. We'll remember this. Sure, you will. You'll you'll probably come up again, right? Yeah. So yeah, Nami isn't getting any better, and it's really hard to navigate at night. And then the weather just calms down. So we get an explanation from Vivi that usually if calm weather means you're near an island, islands tend to have a specific season. Uh, you know, there's spring islands, summer islands, autumn islands, winter islands. We get this whole like explanation of that. And the area, so the area between islands is unpredictable because you have that clashing of seasons, but near an island, it's stable. So we see a winter island spotted. That's why we've had all the the blizzards. They dock, uh, and everyone's got cool winter clothes. Even Sanji and Vivi, who shouldn't possibly have them, because even if if Mary had stocked the Mary Go with cool winter clothes, he shouldn't have had their sizes. Like, why do they have these? He was a but. He's a really good butler, and the fact that you're insulting uh, their work like this. All right, so. That's just how good of a butler Mary is. Yeah, hell See, yeah. He makes clothes for people who aren't there yet. Yeah, I mean, just all sizes. Also, yeah, that'll be the explanation then. Anytime anyone has a an inexplicable wardrobe change, Mary is just that good of a butler. That good of a butler. He's like, you know what? They might need, like, Fred. Like, they might need Fred's. They probably have one for Wapo. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Wapo will definitely become the new crew member, right? So anyway, they, they get stopped at the cove that they made port at. Port at. Turn back, pirates. We won't fall for your tricks. <laughs> Sick person aboard. No pirates can set foot here. Luffy, obviously upset, wanting to get help for Nami, starts to get impulsive and jump aground anyway. And the soldiers are spooked in fire. And Vivi actually gets hit. Uh, and luckily it's just a scratch. But she blames Luffy for being an, for being so impulsive, calling him a failure of a captain. And this kind of really hits Luffy, and he admits he was wrong. This is a this is one of the reasons this arc has been so good is we're getting Luffy character development. It doesn't happen that often. <laughs> yeah, it it only took us like a hundred thirty chapters for Luffy to start getting character development. Anyway, he he and Sanji bow and uh, and plead for a doctor. So the head soldier reluctantly says he'll take them to the village. But uh, be warned, the only doctor in the entire country is a witch. There is, he, you know, they take, he takes him to Bighorn Village, and he's like, this country has no name. They're like, drum cannon, like, this country has no name. Also, there is the hiking bear. Please bow to the giant two-headed hiking bear with a pickaxe. Best character, they have a name. I just don't remember what it is. It, he's hiking bear. It, he's just really used for this gag for, like, uh... Yeah, this like a large woman showing up and going, oh, look, it's Dalton, uh, the, who's the head soldier. Apparently, the local elections in two days and everyone's voting for him. And he's like, old man, I am stoically not worthy of the honor. We have Captain Island Dalton, the Drum Island Civilian Guard, protector of the island. And he ha- he's got a feeling he's seen Vivi before. It's like, oh, no, probably not. You know, her, her being secret princess and all. So her. Nami's fever has been steadily rising for three days, so that means that they've been they've been on the seas for a little bit. So they ask, you know, where's the witch? Dalton points to the Drum Rocky Mountains. On the highest chimney peak is a castle with no king, 
the only doctor, uh, Dr. Kuriha, 139-year-old woman who people call the witch, lives there. She comes down from the mountains when she feels like it, sees to patients, then takes what she wants as compensation and leaves. Luffy points out that that basically makes her a pirate. <laughs> I think she's more like a mountain bandit, the pirates of the land. She too cool. She too cool. Yeah, I I do not. At this point, I w- wasn't really sure what to expect out of Dr. Kureha, but she is fantastic. <laughs> so She is so good. <laughs> So I can't, I can't wait till we can actually get to those chapters. So we're going to go. She apparently rides on a flying sleigh at night like Santa Claus, is what the people say. So Sanji points out uh, that having only one doctor for an entire country makes no sense. This point is promptly ignored. Uh, Luffy is going to climb the mountain with Nami on his back, uh, so get him some meat. Dalton's advice is to, go on the, is to start on the other side of the mountain, because this side has vicious flesh-eating rabbits called lapins. Guess we're all out of holy hand grenades. <laughs> so he's like, you know, Sanji has feet for kicking in there in a hurry. Flesh-eating rabbit side it is. So Sanji and Luffy depart. Uh, Dalton begins a sad story for everyone else about how there used to be more doctors. Uh, and that changed when the country was defeated by five pirates. And the captain of those pirates was Blackbeard. We get these, like, small silhouettes uh and so hey we've got some like a a character to track later but it was actually a good thing maybe because the former king was called wapple and he was the worst king ever doom we remember wapple what he's relevant what who would have thought he was a king I, i definitely did not get a king vibe from him on the submarine dude he has a fancy coat Like, he's wearing, like, a king's cape, and he has a crown. What do you mean? He does kind of have this whole, like, czar aesthetic going on, so you're right. But his, like, his his two, like, crew members are a dude in a jester mask and a guy with an afro and boxing gloves, and he's in a czar outfit, and they're on a submarine, and I don't know, that really did not scream king to me. Uh, but I guess it, it makes sense for the Tin Tyrant for him to have been a really bad king. So Dalton goes, you know Wapple? And Usopp goes, yeah, he attacked us, but I chased him off. Usopp lie count. Usopp's going to end up chasing him off, isn't he? Yep. Everyone should be keeping track of Usopp's lies. All of them. Keep note. Because they only get better. So Wapple uh, fled from the pirates and left leaving the people to build a new nation without him. So we got uh, Luffy and Sanji going up the bunny, uh, going up the mountain, having a silly conversation while dodging tiny killer bunnies. And then the big Chungus bunnies show up. They're like the size of bears. Yeah, they're, they're bigger than bears. They're like twice, if not like three times the size of Luffy and Sanji. They big. Well, they're about the size of hiking bear. They're huge. Are bears that big? God, they're terrifying. Bears are huge, man. Yeah, bears are big, man. Dude, I've never seen a bear up close, so I honestly wouldn't know. Yeah, I, I, I've seen bears at the zoo all the time. It's They're they're pretty big. But they're, they're anyway. so far away, I can't get a sense of scale. I need to stand, like, right next to them. Get a telescope. Get, uh, <laughs> that doesn't help. It's like saying, so go I, look at a picture. <laughs> yeah, great. Anyway, back in town, um, a neighbor lady uh, is asking, oh, what are you doing? Oh, we're waiting for the doctor. Oh, she's not on the mountain. She's in the next town over looking at people. 
No, guess Luffy and Sanji are in the wrong place. I thought Zoro was the one who got lost. Womp oh. womp. Except that he's missing at this point. <laughs> yeah, like, Zoro's just... He just went missing when the story started. Yeah, he's, he's just gone. <laughs> like, you, he, he uh, like, honestly, he just gets lost without even trying. You're like, all right, hey, we're going to go into this house right next to us, three feet away. Where the fuck did Zoro go? <laughs> he was just here. We told him where we were walking to. We turned around for a second. Now he just wandered off. It's great, but let's get let, let's continue because we're about to meet my favorite character. Oh yeah! So in a neighboring town, this dad is unable to get his kid to stop crying. Well, 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 Chopper, look what we have here. We ha- uh, in comes Doctor Kureha, master physician, hundred and thirty nine years old, and her beloved reindeer, Tony Tony Chopper. Which that's it does not look at all like the Chopper any picture of chopper i'd ever seen he looks like like a dope like a a greyhound or something he looks like a greyhound he's just a reindeer he's just a reindeer like a regular ass reindeer with a hat wait wait dr kureha is like a sweet biker grandma <laughs> it's so good she has big biker grandma energy and i am all here for it so she's got this like all, weird like almost homeopathic bedside manner and she has Chopper, uh, and she, like, instructs Chopper on, like, how to get the kid an antibi- antibiotic and stuff. So Chopper's actually, like, helping the kid. Uh, and then she demands some, uh, then with the kid healed, she demands some garbage bags, some toilet paper. Oh, rum, can't forget rum. And half your shit. <laughs> so the dad doesn't want to give up half his stuff, and the townsfolk start to get aggressive, and Chopper starts growling at them. And the kid's like, oh, I feel so much better. She's like, oh, what a sweet tip. I'll take 49% now. So mm-hmm. I'm going, I want to make a note to you and to everybody else. So when reading, uh, characters ha- uh, have fun, unique laughs. And how Oda does those laughs are typically sound puns uh, put to words. So sometimes they don't translate well. Other times they do. And, um... The doctor here, uh, their laugh, ka, 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 ka. it's just great. It's wonderful. Yeah, her, her laugh, I also think, is meant to be a bit like a witch's cackle, is how I imagine it, because she's supposed to be, quote, the witch. Yeah. Ka, 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 yeah, ka. She, wh- she whips on her coat yeah. and she struts out like a G. Also, a cool little parallel is this is the chapter that introduces her, and the cover is the one where it shows Kaya being a doctor. It's so good. Oda is a genius. Or ra- rather, just has really good thematic like uh, through lines. Yeah, throughput. yeah. She's she's a fucking G. I don't like to curse on this podcast, but she deserves it. <laughs> so anyway, Dalton, Vivian, Usopp uh, get in the sled and go off to see Doctor Kureha. And I have in my notes that this is when I'm like, I don't know what Zola's doing right now because he was like outside and like kind of disappeared from some panels, and then we haven't seen him since. Um. So Luffy and Sanji are still fighting the the Lapins, the bunny bears, and Luffy can't fight because it was would injure Nami. Uh, Sanji, so, importantly, Sanji's the one who points this out to him. Sanji though is having trouble like kicking with all like the snow around, and so they're just like, "Oh, we're just you're, we're gonna keep running to the top anyway." You know, speedrun strats, run to the top. Speedrun, avoid fights, keep moving. Wapple though, uh, because of all the chasing around and going after the Straw Hats, he has finally actually found drum island so he wapple has returned so he lands and his crew like take out the coast guard 
and he hops on his woolly hippo to ride to the castle. But then they notice the straw hat ship. And you're like, oh, those straw hats are here too. Uh, so we're introduced to the jester man being Chess, the former evil chief of staff, and uh, the guy with the Afro and boxing glove hands as Kuromarimo, the former evil magistrate. And evil is in their titles. It's so good. I mean, they are evil. It's like evil medical school for Dr. Evil. It's like they are, they are specifically evil chief of staff and evil magistrate. I don't know. That's it just gets me i mean how are you supposed to know they're the villains true i you know they might have had a legitimate claim to the throne (laughs) but now that we're very sure that these people need democracy and freedom instead of a weird russian czar tyrant i don't know if we're in bolshevik revolution or american revolution or you know what maybe we're just doing both so dalton vivi and Usopp, uh they miss dr kureha before she goes to the next town uh, but news that Wapple's landed reaches them. So Dalton's going to head back alone to face Wapple while the others head on. And he's like, this is my duty. After all, we are guilty of the same sin. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Chapter cliffhanger. Because again, we're... it actually happens less in these chapters than it did in the previous ones. I know last episode I pointed out that we had all these like cliffhangers that would happen. It doesn't happen as often in this in this assignment i found but there were some like this where it was like some really good cliffhangers yeah did you mention that dalton turns into a fucking that ox? happens in a couple chapters no that literally happens as he says that they're guilty of the same sin he literally transforms on that page while saying it uh oh it's he's just it's just a black sh- it, it, on the panel looking at it looks right like now. a black shadow yes if with the benefit of hindsight yes what do you mean to it me like it's, it was shadow. just like a shadow like hood fa- it was like, like shadow so over his face but yeah yeah there's like the doom thing but the panel above is like full oh, yeah. on ox with like armored legs <laughs> like oh yeah like, he is, you see his oh, face yeah, stretching in one panel i just like, thought it was like he's full of yeah he's full i, I thought it was with, like i thought it was just like a weird drawing of like the horse and stuff okay yeah so yeah when when dalton's going he turns into a, a fucking ox okay uh, leaving the horse behind. Yeah, he just he just goes. Why did he take the horse then? You know, he you have to get a running start. Uh, maybe not to show off because remember, this is the first time we've seen a person transform into an animal. We have not seen this yet. Yeah. So this is something new, which is a devil fruit. Because, what what else would it be? I mean, I don't know. We still don't know how the paint works. Don't know how to paint work. Magic. Fruit magic. Spice. Everything Sugar. Nice. And um, chemical X. Usopp and Vivi. They they make a wrong turn on the way to the next town. Uh, just like utterly missing the sign. They're they're in trouble. They're they're lost. Uh, Wapple uh, de- in, in Big Horton Village declares that this whole country is his candy. And he prefers his houses cooked well done. Uh, Kuramar or Mimo... Uh, reports the Straw Hats are heading for Drum Castle and that the traitor rebel, Dr. Kureha, has been living there. What an insult. So Dawson appears to fight Wapple, uh, cutting at him with his big, like, giant fan sword thing. Uh, he calls it the Fiddle Bam. Uh, but it's like this big, like, even wider than, like, a leaf-bladed sword type thing. So you're still a lot. We have the revelation that Dalton was the third of Wapple's three min- ministers, so I assume he was an evil minister. 
evil medicine. Didn't go to evil political school for nothing. Uh, Drum Drum used to be a great medical land, but Wobble had expelled all the doctors not loyal to him, and uh, used like his monopoly over them to, uh, to like oppress the people. So he has his like surgeon team with him because he'd taken all the doctors with him when he left. His, uh, his doctor team like fixes him up with surgery on the spot, and like we have Dalton like trying to be this like big bold like hero of justice i'm here for uh to avenge and everything and waffles just being like a shit the whole time he's just being a total like troll yeah it's so funny we have these like great panels here we get this winking waffle he's like couldn't be helped that's politics and dalton screaming that's bad governance it's it's bad governance eating houses and just being like i'll i'll i have the doctors it's like that's not politics that's just bad governance so dalton with the power of the ox ox uh fruit transforms into bison mode becoming a minotaur and uh the onlookers go yep that's the devil fruit of the zoan family which does not receive any further explanation but we at least know that there's like types yeah it's it's zone zone family yeah, yeah. You know, we're given like that there's types of fruits, at least. So that's that's our first indication that there's types of fruits. Also, the people on the Grand Line are like much more in tune with the fact that devil fruits are a thing. So we have Chess uh, drawing his bow and he triple knocks it. Uh, he's like, yeah, since you were one of the top three officers, we know your weakness. And he aims at the villagers and fires and Dalton jumps in front to take the hits. The people are his weakness. It's like super freaking corny. But up on the mountain, uh, the rabbits cause an avalanche as a last-ditch attack on Luffy and Sanji. Sanji, you know, he he really does care for Nami. She comes first, second, third, fourth, fifth. He has keeping her safe as a priority. So he directs Luffy to get to the highest point he can, but the avalanche is too much. So Luffy, like, like they kick down a tree, and Luffy starts snowboarding it down the mountain. You know, oh man, we could get to the doctor. Oh, if, if, if too bad. Uh, you know, except that she's down below too. So we we also though have the rabbits surfing down the snow after them, and so Sanji jumps off the tree uh, to stop the rabbits so Luffy doesn't crash, and so he's like caught up in the avalanche, and the avalanche is heading to town, and King like you see like down the mountain like a massive avalanche going uh impending on the town so waffle and his men flee uh, and we see that it's it's spread so far out in like a big v that uh vivian usopp are having to to run away from the avalanche as well so they're heading back towards town and the town just gets like completely covered and waffle like does this big like jump and digs his way out with his mouth and he blames the straw hats this has to be their scheme to stop him <laughs> Their scheme. Their scheme. So we we see a, a baby lapin trying to pull one of the big ones out of the snow, and just like Luffy comes by, and we see that Luffy has Sanji and Nami on his back, and he helps the lapin get out, and just like they walk away, and like the lapin's like looking on with respect, and Luffy just keeps walking up the mountain determinedly. So uh, Wapple riding his uh, bully hippo up the mountain sees Luffy and catches up to him. Uh, Luffy tells him to move out of the way, and Wapple refuses. So Luffy just goes, whatever, and walks past. And Wapple can't believe that they've committed this horrible crime of ignoring him. Kill them. Start with the sick one. She ignored him the most. 
so Kuromaramo's boxing glove fists turn into spiked maces, and he starts trying to attack Luffy. So Luffy dodges, and he wants to fight them, but he remembers Sanji's advice about not letting everyone else get hurt, and so he turns and runs on. And I think that's like a big character development thing for Luffy, is he's holding back his impulses. He's caring about his friends. He's like, oh, I gotta think about more than doing a punch right he's he's already better than goku he doesn't want to just fight all the time he's like you know what there's a time for fighting it's not now now he's prioritizing my pals my friends my my crewmates i fight for my friends it's my favorite thing power friendship as much as like everyone and equally myself will just kind of make fun of it right like oh they did it by the power of friendship dude every time it gets to me every time it's always good there you can do power friendship really well i think yeah you can and i think one piece does it well more often than not yeah well let's can let's continue we'll, we'll we'll continue on wapple uses snow powder makeup to disappear and so luffy's like oh where'd they all go and, all, and he almost steps into the waiting jaws of wapple even has to like quickly dodge out this is the power of snow country combat they're used to fighting in the snow. They know how to hide and they know how to uh, maneuver around the snow. So Luffy stands no chance of getting away. But the uh, the Lappins actually come to help, which is impossible because they hate humans. But, you know, because Luffy helped them earlier, they come and they start fighting Wapple. Uh, so Luffy starts uh, scaling Chimney Mountain, the big... Uh, Drum Island is, is like, called Drum Island because it has, like, these, like big like drum looking pe- uh mountains like they're like basically big flat yeah. cylinders uh so he's like just going once they get up the slopes it's just like a sheer cliff thing so luffy spends three hours climbing this thing to, uh you know almost dropping sanji like trying to you know there there's several pages of him like climbing up and he finally reaches yeah, like luffy's carrying sanji in his mouth <laughs> nami on his back and like he's like he, he finally like takes a breath with his mouth he's like because it gets really cold and he drops sanji and then he like whips his head down to catch him <laughs> like a like a grappling hook with his mouth that just pulls him back up and i'm like damn teeth strong he must brush his teeth real good you must drink a lot of milk he uh he does not skip neck day he does not skip neck day so yeah uh and climbing is hard, man. So anyway, he reaches Drum Castle. And we get this very pretty, nice, large panel. And I kind of want to point out the interesting, like, there there aren't a lot of, like, true two-page spreads in One Piece. Like, there's it's usually, like, a large panel with some smaller panels off to the side. Like, the Avalanche panel was like that. It, like, it takes up most of it. It'll even go across pages. But then you'll have small, really weird ratio panels underneath of stuff happening too mm-hmm. and this one's the same it's like you know it's like nine tenths of the two pages and then you this one wide ver this one uh super tall but not very wide uh panel of luffy going like very pretty of like luffy reacting on like closely up on his face yeah so i just find that very interesting decisions it's it's a it's a very nice two page two page spread i really like how the castle looks like it's it's just very simple but yeah it's still as luffy says like it's a pretty castle was that like something you've noticed as well with one piece the like the kind of aversion to real two-page spreads i don't think it's an aversion i think oda is just uh 
is like yeah two full two page spreads of like one thing happening is great and all but like it, it's not about the stuff you're seeing it's about the character's reaction to the things we're all seeing the big castle scene we have luffy saying like oh we made it dot 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 you know finally seeing the castle and then you know his, his comment but you kind of see like nice face like i can't describe it. it's not like he's like in awe of it he's just like he truly believes that this is a really like like it looks like he, his breath is taken away for a moment and that's really nice especially given that like he just climbed for hours on a mountain his fingers like like cut and bleeding profusely and it's actually that like that stop is he's going off adrenaline before this from now he just passes out now he passes out from the exertion and he almost falls but a hand catches him it's this big shadowy hairy man wearing the same type of hat that chopper had uh and that's a uh and that's again like one of those cliffhangers is 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 the catch (laughs) they're literally cliffhanger oh you got me yeah yeah Mm-hmm. And that's where we could have ended this assignment, but except we still have a couple more chapters to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's where we could have ended it, and it'd have been okay, but we wouldn't have gotten some other things. So we're going to continue on into Vivi and Usopp getting out of the snow. Vivi is, as usual, the competent one, and Usopp the incompetent one. She's, like, dragging him along. By the nose. Just yanking his nose. His face is... His face, like, being stretched, uh, like, every time I see it, I'm just like, that's, like, the weird, um, when they stretch their faces to make scary monsters in Beetlejuice. Like, that's what it makes me think of. I haven't seen Beetlejuice, so. You ha- wait, you have not seen Beetlejuice? I saw the cartoon. It's, oh, Matt, we, we, okay, new podcast, <laughs> um, the Beetlejuice fan cast. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. No, let's let's continue, and I'll I'll show you the scene later, and you can be like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we 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 actually find Zolo. He's shirtless and freezing. Apparently, he went for a midwinter swim, and so Vivi is like, I wonder if putting up with these lunatics is what made Nami sick. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. So, uh, oh wow, we somehow ended back up at Bighorn Village. What a coincidence! Uh, and they recognize Wapple's men who are refusing to let the villagers dig uh, Dalton out from under the snow. Uh, and Zolo uh, knocks... So Zolo, being cold, knocks one out and takes his coat. And the others start going... The other uh, members start going after him and gives this like mischievous look like, oh, they never learn, do they? And like Vivi and the others are like, wow, Mr. Bushido here, stealing a coat. But, you know, Zolo's a pirate hunter. It's all justified, right? Yeah, he, he's a pirate. He can take what he wants. That's what pirates do. That's true. A, a good pirate steals other people's property. Yeah. So back to the we go back to the castle and we see this like strange lab, and we've got this like weird fat toddler thing with a hat and antlers, and it's walking by a, a bed with Nami in it, and people are talking in medical terms, you know, antibodies. So Nami wakes up, and a uh, little antler kid who's clearly some animal, it, it, it's Chopper, uh, is startled. Get lost, human. Uh, by the way, is your fever better? So uh, Dr. Kuraha comes in with her big biker grandma energy, telling Chopper to stop that ruckus. He tells uh, Nami she's in the castle on top of the mountaintop, and the others are in the other room sleeping. Uh, and that Nami had been bitten by an insect in the jungle, and that's why she's sick. By the looks of it, she was infected three days ago. Uh, so... But unfortunately, like, the insect that infected her is supposed to be, like, extinct. What? Were you traipsing around a prehistoric jungle with your belly exposed? 
it's a good thing I keep some vaccine for it just in case. And Nami is like, yeah. So uh, the treatment normally takes 10 days. She'll have to stay and take medicine for at least three. So uh, Nami can't wait that long. Can she go? And Kuraha takes his scalpel, pins Nami down, and goes, nope, you either leave recovered or leave dead. It's the only way her patients go. That happens, and then and I think that... So that's where I think like we can say that the newspaper probably came from Whiskey Peak, because that would have been... Uh, if the newspaper was three days ago, and Lil Garden was... Uh, then, then we had a day, and then we had Little Garden. That would make sense, right? Maybe, but um, so newspapers in the world of One Piece, like they are sent out from somewhere in the world, and they reach everywhere the same day it gets sent out. Uh, we only learned that stuff because through um an SBS with the the question and answering stuff. Okay, which we're, we we will not be covering any of those questions in this podcast. <laughs> that'll that'll add so much time (laughs) yeah we've definitely been skipping like the ask like the oda answering mailbag stuff at the end of some of the chapters so uh yeah so chopper uh comes barging with luffy and sanji hanging off him and they're both trying to eat his delicious deer meat uh luffy wants to eat it now but sanji's insisting that they cook that uh he let him cook it first dr kuraha introduces chopper as your basic blue-nosed reindeer uh but he ate the human human fruit which lets him do anything a human can do. So she's taught him all her medical skills. That's, I guess, I guess that's the explanation. He's a reindeer who ate a human fruit. Yep. Human, human fruit. Just, just keep note. Human, human fruits exist. Imagine if someone, like some regular human, ate the human, human fruit. Yeah, like. <laughs> they just, they just become a dude who can't swim. Or what if a, what if an ox, what if a cow ate the ox, ox fruit? Uh, they could transform into an ox, I guess. That's a good question. Maybe that's how. Maybe that's why we have so many like animal mashups. The animal mashups are all devil fruit users. Fruit, yeah, they're all like secretly they're all devil fruit users, or the offspring of devil fruit users doing some kind of transformation. Oh no! Oh no! Zeus, <laughs> Zeus has has hit the One Piece timeline. Zeus theory. Oh no! Uh, so Luffy, Luffy, <laughs> kn- knowing that they need a doctor for their crew, asks Doctor Kura how to join them. You know, come on, old lady. And she takes offense, because after all, she's only in her 130s. So uh, Chopper keeps helping Nami, but uh, he's, like, refusing to take her compliments, and he, like, she's like, oh, you hate being thanked. Uh, but Nami notices that he perks up every time they mention that they're pirates, and so she asks, she slyly asks Chopper, hey, do you want to come along with us? And he, uh, he refuses, because he's a reindeer, and reindeer uh, don't live with people. He walks on two legs, he can talk, isn't that scary? And, you know, sadly, he has a blue nose. Dr. Kuraiha tells Nami it's fine if she wants to try and, if she wants to keep trying to convince Chopper, but he has a wound on his heart that a doctor can't heal. Oh no, sad backstory time. We get, we get sad Chopper backstory. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, it's the best backstory. It's full of really good moments. So we have the other reindeer rejected him for his blue nose, because it was weird to them. He's like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but he's Chopper the Blue-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, and he was, compl- but he doesn't have a name. And then he's completely cast out after he ate the devil fruit, because he's not like the reindeer anymore. So he tries to go live with the humans, but humans reject him as this like strange monster. And dur- during this story, Luffy and Sanji are getting into hijinks all over the castle, and they see Chopper transform from small to large, uh, to his large burly form again. 
and Luffy decides that they should re- that they should recruit him because he's interesting. But Chopper is is on edge because he smells Wapple's scent on the air. So Doctor Kuraha continues that there was a Doctor Hero look who took Chopper in and gave him his name, and then the chapter cuts off, and we the next chapter we cut back to Zolo. Yep, don't you love it? <laughs> Mid really engaging story, you're like, oh, what's the doc? What's the name? And then Zoro. You could be forgiven for thinking there's like a missing chapter in there or something. But yeah, we we go back to Zolo, be, who's beaten up all of Wapple's henchmen, and uh, Usopp congratulates him on being really good at following orders. So uh, the people dig Dalton back out, but his but it's sad because his heart stopped beating. So I guess I guess he did. But we go back to Chopper in reindeer form, racing back to Doctor Kuriha, uh to tell her now that Wapple's back, and in fact he's outside the castle. Yeah, it's his castle, just as he left it. Except there's a pirate flag flying instead of the Drum uh, Kingdom flag. So Dr. Kureha, with her big grandma energy, just struts out. It's like, yeah, I burned the Drum Kingdom flag. And now the castle is a mausoleum for Hero Look. And Wapple's like, that charlatan? And Chopper goes, like, big and burly. It's like mad mode. But And Luffy is even faster, though. And he's, like, on site seeing Wapple goes into a gum gum bullet punch and like it's just about to connect with Wapple he's like freaking out it's like ah Luffy's like drawn with like all these muscles and everything and it's like record scratch six years ago (laughs) so uh this is the last chapter of the assignment by the way (laughs) record scratch freeze frame yep this is the tale of the drum kingdom Skulking through the snow is Dr. Herelook, Quack Doctor, and his giant top hat. He has a giant top hat. And he also has... Yeah, it's no Doug Dimidone, owner of the Dimsdale Dimidone, but it's close. It's... It would... This would be the top hat that Doug Dimidone would wear. His briefcase also has the same, like, flower petal skull and crossbones flag that's up on the castle. Uh, And he comes down uh, the chimney like Santa Claus... Uh, because never fear, he'll do anything for a patient, uh, even though there's the anti-doctor squads going around. And he tries, he wants to uh, admit, and the family's like not having it because they know that he's the quack doctor. He's like, now, now, I have my cure-all right here. But he ends up like causing way more harm than good. Like the dad's passed out like frothy at the mouth and everything. His his cure is not great. So uh, in his flight away from the house, he comes across Dr. Kuraha, who reams him out as just being incompetent. Uh, the two of them are apparently the only doctors left on the island who aren't part of Wapple's team. And Hirolok vows to perfect his cure-all and save the cure the kingdom. And Kuraha's like, yeah, more likely to destroy it with your skills. We, we see Chopper, who's been shot by the townsfolk in their fear. And he's, uh, like, you know, bleeding... The word, the word I think most accurately describes is like it's a synonym for shambling, and I can't think of it right now. He's crawling, like Crawl. he's crawling on all fours. Yeah, he he like falls over and he's crawling. Yeah, and here look is like, oh, I'll I'll save you. I never I never refuse a patient. And Chopper's like, no, a human. And he like starts swinging at him, keeps trying to like crawl away. Um, but here look just keeps trying to help him, and eventually he like takes off his clothes, like I won't hurt you. Um, and he takes Chopper back to his base, and he like bandages his, bandages his Chopper up, and we have this image of this like bandaged up tiny Chopper 
crying happy tears as he eats a whole baguette. And it's the cutest panel to end the ch- the assignment on. It's very good. I will I will do anything for that chopper. <laughs> He's just got like tears just like streaming down as he tries to eat this whole baguette center out. It's it's just the craziest panel. It's so great. I don't know. I I like Chopper as a character so far. Chopper's really like yeah. Chopper's great. Everyone loves Chopper. Anybody who doesn't love Chopper just doesn't like good things. Yeah, he's he is he is Tony Tony Chopper, which I I didn't notice any point in here where someone said his full name. So yeah, I don't know, I don't know where that thing could could have come from, and you don't remember either. No, I I just know it's it was a thing, right? Yeah. Like I just learned I just did it because like other people did it. I'm like, yeah, no, this fits. It fits the vibe. It I just heard it at, at anime conventions a lot. It's it's just yeah, Tony Tony Chopper. But I I don't I don't know where it could come from. But either way, he is he is a precious cinnamon roll, uh, and I can't wait for him to be part of the crew. It's it's kind of interesting because this is our our first crew recruitment arc in a while. Yeah, it's it's been since um Barati Barati. So one one of the things you 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 tend to say is like Syrup Village or uh, not Syrup Village is where everyone hates One Piece. Arlong Park is where everyone decides if like if One Piece is is for them or not because that's what the rest of One Piece kind of is. Yeah. But what Arlong Park is like that that's an arc where like they don't pick up a crew member. I mean, you could argue that it's no no Nami. Yeah, you could argue it's where they pick up Nami. Nami, I think. No, it is where they pick up Nami. Remember, Nami was not part of the crew in her mind till the conclusion of that arc. Then she became truly part of the crew because she said herself. She's not joining the crew. She hates pirates. She steals from pirates. But she's like so involved during Syrup Village and Barati, though. I mean, yeah, she leaves halfway through Barati, but like she's so involved during Syrup Village that it's it's easy to forgive that to like forget that, put that out of mind, though. Yeah, but that that's what makes like that's what makes Arlong Park hit more is because we got the meet Nami, we got the see Nami, we got the see Nami like laugh and enjoy herself. Which makes like the the tragedy of her backstory like hit that much more. Being isolated in a room, having to draw maps all day for fishmen who are going to like who killed your mother <laughs> in front of you with a gun. With a gun. Nami's backstory is really fucked up, man. <laughs> it's real sad. Almost as sad as Chopper backstory. I mean, we you haven't even finished the Chopper backstory. I know, it can only get sadder. Oh, you don't even know. He'll know soon, boys. But yeah, but like I I really enjoy Drum Island. I, yeah. Well, I mean, Dr. Herolook has to die. It's a mausoleum for him. So there has to be sad things that happen to Dr. Herolook. Uh, but I, I guess the point I was trying to get to is that I felt like this is... It's not... It, it doesn't feel quite the same as Arlong Park, but it does feel similar and especially in terms of like structure like structure and quality like it's a little bit different i felt it was a little bit different in structure but yeah. if, if arlong park is like a, a crew recruitment thing i don't know well uh, so like almost like all like most arcs like early on are like the the recruitment arc yeah right because like we, we still have some more characters to get through and this one just is like hey you liked arlong park here's here it is again except better and different like the bad guy is just not even that intimidating yet like why is everyone just super scared of him 
and we've seen him be effective. Like he, he, he is casually dangerous. Yeah, he he is like nonchalantly like yeah. really good at. It. He's like Eggman, where you're like, man, what a buffoon! But yet, like he's practically taken over the world multiple times and it's just like the final steps get thwarted by you know a blue hedgehog a blue nose reindeer a blue nose reindeer is chopper really sonic the or is he knuckles the world may never know welcome to my three-hour ted talk (laughs) of how chopper is the perfect fusion of knuckles and sonic um (laughs) anyway uh actually i mean arlong was also like had this like super chill energy to him too that was part of what made him pretty cool is he's just like chilling around in his hawaiian shirt like yeah i could kill pretty much anyone with little effort because i'm a super strong fish man yeah uh and just like arlong he's got some decently strong lieutenants to like give good fights he also bites yeah yeah they're they also got strong jaw yeah yeah oh god it's It's what i mean like (laughs) every villain just really has like strong jaws Then what is that? No, I think, I oh, don't so that's why Buggy another, isn't like, a. Uh, that's why Buggy isn't a villain. Yeah, but but he's not a villain because he doesn't bite. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man, if only that was like um uh, true of like the other villains. If only they, because like I don't think we have another one with big biting energy. I mean, Crocodile's got to have some bite thing, right? His name's Crocodile. Stay tuned. But that's very. I didn't up until now. I didn't realize that connection with Arlong and Wapple. See, you're learning things on this, dude. Every time I reread One Piece, I like catch something new or different. I'm like, oh man, it's it's so good. It's very good. Mister Three didn't uh, didn't bite, and we know he. We know from the spoilers, he ends back up with Buggy. I I I'm all for jaw theory. Womp womp. But uh, do you have anything else to add? Because uh, I don't. I think we covered this chapter really good. I don't have too much to say because what I want to say is the next assignment. Uh, so you're you're gonna drop like the super knowledge bombs at the end of next episode. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Or or at least like talk about like because I want to talk about chapters backstory, but we're only a little bit into it, so we got to finish it. I definitely feel like we it was good to get to Chopper's backstory because it was these last couple chapters where it was it was real investment in the characters. Uh, getting Luffy's character development when with him choosing to not fight Wapple, uh, getting just every, everything with Chopper, seeing seeing him as a character. And I, I guess it might actually be... I'm more willing to be invested in Chopper because I know he ends up as a crew member, as opposed to someone like Dalton, who I, I'm 99.9% sure doesn't. Yeah, stay tuned. Yes, stay stay tuned. But it's I'm I'm much more like willing to be invested in in chopper but he's he's someone who i feel like is is worth being invested in very much so chopper's great he has a cute little hat he does he has he has the cute little hat just just wait till like just wait till you see like current iterations of chopper and then you go back and you're like wow what a difference that's disturbing i actually it's i haven't really noticed between any depictions of chopper i've seen because like I see Luffy with the different shirts and this, and him and Zolo with their various accumulated scars. Like I see that that stuff happens, but uh, I haven't really paid attention to variations in Chopper. Yeah, I mean you'll you'll see it over time. Don't worry about it. All right. Well, what's what's the next assignment? I need more chapters. The next assignment is going to be chapters one hundred forty-two, the one hundred forty-eight. 
oh wow so that's a real short assignment yep only only seven chapters it's not the shortest we've done uh shortest we've done was one <laughs> but but oh yeah seven yeah. this time because uh we did 10 this past time and that was a little bit too dense but where this chapter le- uh ends is one where i'm like yeah you're gonna hate me for this one. Oh no how rude because I don't know what happens next. Like, I'm, I cut off in the middle of Chopper's backstory. I can only speculate on what horrible death Dr. Herolook has. That I'm betting that Chopper's dream is, like, to perfect the cure-all or something. But I, I don't know. Stay tuned, my guy. We'll, st- we'll, we'll stay tuned and set sail. Thank you all for setting sail with us into the world of One Piece. If you'd like to keep up to date on releases and what the current chapter assignments are, be sure to follow us on Twitter at sailing all blue and we'd like to give special thanks to my good friend birdie for composing our wonderful amazing intro to check out more of birdie's amazing music be sure to follow them on twitter at hey it's birdie and check out their works on spotify i'm a big fan of the album vimp links to everything will be in the show notes see you out on the open seas